0: Beat. Check, 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 mic check, microphone, check, old man, syllabus, cactus, spinal fluid. Give me a mic check.
1: Mic check, mic check. Hello, hello.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um... I figure the longer that we sit here awkwardly the more uncomfortable it will make the audience
1: i'm sure it's sure working i think
0: let's find out don't you break don't break Okay, come <laughs> no, on.
1: No. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron.
0: It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It wasn't painful.
1: I didn't I didn't break though. You didn't, didn't break. break. It was me.
0: Yeah. I did break. Um uh, What's up, man? How are you?
1: Good. I'm glad we're both here. Um Sadly, this is not the place where the money reside.
0: No. no. Sadly. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I
1: thought you were practicing alcohol posting again.
0: No, no, no. I had something in my head. What was I going to say? I forgot.
1: Do you know where the money reside? <sighs> no. I don't
0: either. I don't know. If I if I did, I wouldn't be here. I'd be where it is at.
1: Where the money does reside.
0: Yeah. Is that a saying?
1: mm-hmm who's as a as a as a um, car salesman in louisiana
0: oh okay so it's like a really inside joke
1: it's not an inside joke like it's he's gone pretty viral oh really You'll probably hear about it when you leave here
0: probably maybe it's a lot to keep up with man
1: social media it's just all over the place right random people doing random shit and then every, uh, every now and again someone sees that random shit and it goes viral
0: have you heard about clubhouse yet
1: I don't know. I've heard about it. I don't know anything about it.
0: It's like Twitter, but voices.
1: What that sounds no.
0: It's like a giant conference call.
1: No thanks. I mean, don't like all my conference calls like that. Have to go on. Like I'm not going to do it like, involuntarily.
0: You know what they do on Clubhouse? No. They do. Um, they have like sex. Okay. On Clubhouse, but it's like two people who aren't having sex, but they have like, they act like they're having sex. Like they talk nasty to each other like they're having sex
1: so is it like um so it's like an open mic for phone sex workers
0: i would say more like an open mic for phone for sex role players oh like actors like voice actors but they're not actors wow they're just Uh, like regular people okay so i know it doesn't make any sense
1: no i mean it does like do they get a, a portion like this clubhouse did they get like a portion of it? like they just they just like kind of crowdsource phone sex kind of like no. it's just
0: no 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 it's just regular people like you and me yeah, who go onto this app and they they say like hey who want, who wants to have like a, a moan off or a grunt off what? yeah so they'll go into a room and they'll like moan at each other really
1: yeah, this is what we are now yeah really yeah
0: either they do that or they do um they have like conversations about how uh you know social media is bullshit or whatever like that and I, I don't i really don't know what the hook is for clubhouse i just know that people are doing it
1: it's
0: a mo- moan off, yeah so like you just you go on there and you you moan like you're
1: that's depressing like you're having sex. That sounds so sad. To it
0: me. took no time at all for it to become a very sex-centric website, much that's, like Twitter
1: or, that's, or anything social that connects people. Mm-hmm. Like that's what happens.
0: Yeah. Um I'm trying to find a clip cuz someone posted it on my timeline the other day, but finding a single clip on here is uh
1: we can do it without it. It's, it's like a needle in a No, I want you to hear it. You need it to. It sounds you, very sad to me. No, but you like, need to hear it. Do I? Yeah, you do. I don't think I do.
0: You absolutely do need to hear it. Um, I don't know what this clip is. I don't know who is on it. I don't know what it what it it is. It's one that I have not seen before, but we're gonna listen to it right now. Okay. Oh, God, okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Oh wait, hold on. Let me turn off the. Uh, let me turn off mute.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, let
0: me know when y'all ready.
1: I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. no, yeah.
0: right. ready. Don't yeah. come ready. We Yesterday. We ready. Right. All right. Kim, don't come on here with no fuck shit. <laughs> uh,
1: wait. Is all no fuck shit? Oh. 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 Uh. Oh. Uh. daddy. Fuck you, baby. Oh. 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 Huh? Uh, Is it really wet? Yes. Sir. Oh, I'm in love. I didn't like it. You hey, did ladies, I money. think we got a winner. I yes, we win in in oh my god, that was the. All right, I got it. You Got it. I got it. I got it. Stop it. Do you want
0: to know who that was? The guy? Who? It was Lakeith Stanfield
1: that's 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 great i'm glad he's doing stuff so it was free time
0: i think he was i think he was trolling like i don't think that was actually him Even, moaning but i yeah, think it was uh I, oh god i think he was fucking it up
1: maybe i don't why is the thing <laughs> <laughs> look man
0: you you mentioned social media this is the new wave of social media just
1: people moaning to each other yeah just she said she said she said it's wet like you're at home like do you have your, you stick your hand in like
0: you've never been wet at home
1: it pertains <laughs> to what? Like, I don't... I'm so I don't, confused. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, just, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Anyway. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um,
1: hope if you're still listening. Thank you. If you're
0: still listening, thank you. Follow us on Instagram and I'll follow us... i
1: off if it was me. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm like, I got I gotta to fast forward.
0: You know, as long as you listen for the first, I think, 30 seconds, it counts as a stream. So you can turn us off by now, but we already got here. <laughs> We already got your your lesson. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Check out our playlist, the State Your Take list uh, with Ed and Aaron on Spotify. You can check our store out, our merch store. We got a sale coming up soon. So you might want to be connected for that because you can get some of our stuff. We get our names on your chest. Yeah. As well, uh, as, well as our essence. You can find our uh, shoot your load room on Clubhouse. <laughs> can hear what you sound like when you blow your load. Um, <laughs> we're on parlor. <laughs> we're on uh, 8chan. We're on 12chan.
1: Is that 12chan, really?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like, maybe 8chan's too...
0: 8chan, when 8chan it's, is just too it's conservative. It's too PC. When they just don't want to let you speak your truth.
1: We're on 12chan. You we're go s- on 12chan. It's all baby murder.
0: It's all baby murder. And you can actually find somebody to rape you on there. Right. Uh, you said how your week was, right? You said it was cool? It was okay. It was okay? It was okay. Did you um, do anything? Just
1: playing video games. What are you playing? Playing Bloodborne.
0: Bloodborne?
1: Yeah. That sounds violent. It is. Um, this is one of those games that, like, From Software makes. And they just have this reputation of making games that are just going to punish you. Like, they just super tough super tough really hard
0: yeah well I died a lot I, like do you are you playing this for fun
1: I mean you, you enjoy it after a while or like, are you playing
0: the, this for self masochistic
1: no like it's I didn't get it at first because everyone was saying like when you beat the first boss it'll feel great and then you because then the, the fights are really hard and then mm-hmm. you win one it's like it feels amazing oh
0: okay yeah so it's it's like a moan room <laughs> At first, it's really hard, but once you get over it, once you get that acceptance from the audience, then it feels amazing.
1: No, that was awful the entire way through. That was <laughs> it started awful, awfully. It was awful in the middle. Yeah, and it ended awfully. It that was not. It's not like the movie room at all. Like there was no gratification in the movie room for me.
0: I rewatched a bunch of movies this week. I rewatched uh, both Magic Mike movies. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Have I'm you, laughing because have what? you seen them?
1: I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. I was laughing because I, I saw like I saw you post something about it. there need to be a third one. There does need to be a third one. Yeah, that's why, it, I, that's, why, that's why I laughed.
0: There needs to be like a, a conclusion to this to the series, the trilogy. Yeah, no, they're really good movies, dude. Like, and I'm, I know everybody's like, oh, they're about strippers and everything like that. But like more than that, first of all, Steven Soderbergh directed the first one. Okay. Um, and it's really well acted. It's really well written. All the dialogue sounds like real things people say. It doesn't sound forced. Um, but more so than like the stripping, it's more like an uplifting, especially the second one. It's more about like male upliftment, you know, like dudes just being dudes and dudes championing, championing, championing each other, you know? Okay. Like it really does. Uh, it's, it's kind of heartwarming. Um, and it's also hilarious. Like Matthew McConaughey in the first one is an absolute psychopath. He's fucking
1: nuts. I fuck like it's not. I fuck like in real life though.
0: Yeah, there's this there's this part where they're himself.
1: like,
0: Kevin Nash is in it. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know that. Uh, Donald Glover is in the second one, <laughs> uh, and so is Twitch, the dude from Ellen Show. Oh, like he's in the he's in the second one too. Okay. Michael Strahan is in the second one. Okay. Jada Pinkett is in the second one. Okay. You gotta watch them, man. They're really good. Um, but yeah, I did that. I rewatched. What else did I watch? Oh, I saw The Mandalorian all the way through. I did. Have you seen it? No. <sighs> Dude, the second season is so good. Is it so satisfying? They, the way that they tell the sto- tell story, like mini stories within the larger story, mm-hmm. it's just magnifique. And I don't even oh. like to use that word, but god damn, it was so much fucking fun to watch a new Star Wars movie just all over again
1: and not be, and not be shit.
0: And then not be shit, but not just be shit, but also like rewarding. Like,
1: the, I'm, not, I'm, the, not call, I'm not calling them shit
0: no they're not shit but no. like just 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 disappointing like it's they very... like they missed the mark with a couple of things in the in the you know saga films
1: Damn. yeah the last one
0: And the last one really missed the mark but i won't say this shit but the thing that's really great about mandalorian is that it rewards you for being a fan of other shit not just the movies because if you're a fan of clone wars then you were definitely definitely rewarded with this second season of Mandalorian. If you were a fan of the original trilogy, then you were absolutely satisfied with some of the things that you saw in this second season of Mandalorian. If you were just a fan of the first season of Mandalorian, you know the baby, the child, the characters that you saw, I mean, they just played the hits, man. It was just back-to-back, just smash. Mm. It was fantastic. Uh, So I can't recommend that enough. I think you should watch it. But I know that you won't. Because you don't do anything that I ask you to do.
1: That's not true. Don't do that. I watch all these horrible shows for you. What horrible shows did I ask you to watch? watch? I watched Love at First Sight. I watched Power. Love at First Sight wasn't bad. It was not good. It was straight comedy. (laughs) Is that what it was?
0: I thought it was comedy. You didn't think it was comedy? That
1: was some funny parts.
0: That fucking girl who was like, I don't know how I can date a guy who's 10 years younger than me. Like, if I'm 35, like, what is he going to be? It's like, well, the answer is 25. Yeah, that's... That's That's math. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is there.
1: I don't know. He's not a a giraffe.
0: That girl was feeding her dog, like, red wine. Like, that's fucking comedy, dude. Yeah, it was. But I told you to watch Love on the Spectrum, too. Oh, okay. that was a good one.
1: That was actually a good one.
0: It's a better dating show.
1: It was, actually. Yeah. It was.
0: So don't, don't.
1: But they'll say, like, I don't do anything that okay. you asked me to.
0: Watch Magic Mike. It's on HBO Max.
1: I'll check it out. I'm
0: going to ask you about it next week.
1: I mean, I know it's homework. Damn. Like, it's homework. My own time. It, no,
0: it is homework. And you know why it's homework? Because you owe me. Because.
1: Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Come on.
0: I honestly, that I, one, I don't even know how that happened.
1: That button, no, like, I was like, maybe I don't it even, could be like this. I don't thing.
0: even know how that happened. Okay. Wow. You owe me an apology. For what? For James Harden slander. That's why.
1: What are you apology about?
0: Just that I've been right this whole time about James Harden. And that everyone thought I was crazy and everyone thought that I was loud wrong when really I was loud right this entire time.
1: What, what were you, what, like, what do you want me to apologize for?
0: Um, you said to me that the reason why the Rockets were not successful was because of the system. Mm-hmm. And I said the system revolves around James Harden. Mm-hmm. And that was the crux of the argument. It appears in this ESPN bombshell that was dropped this week. Mm-hmm. that james harden is not just the reason for the system but he is the system it's the harden system okay i i yield my time to you sir how would you like to apologize to me
1: it's the harden system mhm so, so <laughs> harden signs and checks The
0: this, this, this hard hard I'll say so far, this does not sound like an apology.
1: Harden, this is Harden. Harden set the practice times and Harden sets the roster.
0: I don't think it matters what time the practices are because... Harden's the GM? Harden's not going to show up. He's the GM? No, he's the player. Right. But all the players, all the front office, front office personnel do their best to acquiesce to hardened needs, and wants, and desires. So, therefore, the hardened system was born. I yield my time to you, sir. How would you like to apologize to me?
1: But the system was created by.
0: It still doesn't the sound right? Still doesn't sound like an apology. No, me.
1: I don't know if you give me enough to apologize to you about anything.
0: Because I was right. Right about what? About everything.
1: Not about it. Well, what do you like? Tell me what you were specifically right about.
0: Tell me what I was wrong about. How about you do that? Tell me what I was wrong about. I said, here's what I said. This is exactly what I said. This is what I've been saying for about 10 years, right? <clears throat> I don't want to spend too much time on here because we got a lot of show to do. Okay. I said, for one, he's a liability, not an asset. Okay. That was my first point. Gotcha. Are you writing this down? No, I'm trying to
1: make <laughs> sure I get these right. <laughs> liability.
0: I said he's a liability. I said he's not an asset. Okay, I said, right? that uh he the system revolves around him and that if he were to develop his game a little bit more so that he's a more well-rounded player not a not the best player but a more well-rounded player they would find better pieces perhaps even a better coach to facilitate his better style of play that's also what i said And I said one more thing that I forgot, but I'm going to say. Oh, I said he was mostly concerned about scoring points and offense rather than winning championships. Now, sir, I ask you again
1: where was I wrong? Okay, you say, like, for me to say him as a liability, Mm -hmm. I can only go by what we were before him. Like, with him and without him. So, to say he's a liability, I feel it's a bit much. Because it's like, we are a better team with him than we are without him. So, you can't call him a liability. You call him an underachiever? Sure. You could have call him an underachiever. Because he could have done more than he
0: didn't do. This is why I wish we had recorded our earlier conversation. Because I felt I came off a lot better than I do now. Because... You know what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. Say, he's a liability. You say, liability is a bit much. That, that, that I don't agree with. Eh. You could because you have like a lot you have like a lot of what if scenarios if we have someone else here besides him, but the thing is like all I can go by is what we were with before him and after him, and there are said make many playoff appearances with him, you can't say he's liability because before him we weren't in the playoffs
0: Yes, but the point that I made to you was that you don't have the ability to control that experiment because you don't have him with you don't have the rockets with their other pieces in place. But without Harden, like so, you don't have a Rockets with Westbrook. You don't have a Rockets with CP. You don't have a Rockets with uh, Joel McHale. Not Joel McHale. Uh, as uh, Kevin McHale. What? It, Joel McHale. Who was Joel McHale? Joel McHale is the fucking host of the Soup.
1: Was <laughs> host of the Soup.
0: What the fuck yeah. am I talking about? Kevin McHale. You don't have Kevin McHale as a as the coach. Um, you don't have all those pieces in place without James Harden to see how good you would have been. Without him. So I don't know how you can say, like, you look at what you had before him and after him because you don't have, I mean, you may coming up, but you still don't have uh, a team that's without him that had all the pieces together.
1: The reason why I say that, though, is because, you know, the people people that are there that decide to build a team around him, they saw, they, they saw him, mm-hmm. they saw his habits, mm-hmm. and they saw what they were before him. And they said like, and they, and they made, and they made the decision, this guy is worth all this to do, to, to stop from being that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Because it's like, you saw what the team was before him. And you thought like, with, all, with all these problems that he has now, that that was better than without him. Because like he said, he could have walked. And he said he threatened to walk many times, but you mm-hmm. just let him, but instead of letting him walk or just like trip, doing a thing around him or building a or deal around him, you kept him there instead of ha- having it without him. So it's like...
0: Okay, I understand that. But also, here's the reason why I think that... Here's my here's my counterpoint to that. One, he came from Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And in this uh, article that ESPN wrote, they talked to Russell Westbrook and they said, Oklahoma City is a very tight-knit run organization. Like, you don't show up late to practice. You don't get extra days off when you're on the road. Like, it's very much the opposite of the culture that is established in Houston, right? Right. They both came from that team. And Harden left and came to Houston. Why didn't he take some of those elements of leadership from Oklahoma City into Houston when he had the opportunity to do so?
1: Because he wasn't about that life.
0: Right. Okay. So that leads to my second point. Houston got very lucky that Harden even like was able to come here because Houston. Did they get lucky? Yeah, because Houston, while it is a major city, it's not a, you know, a destination spot for a lot of players. Okay. So they knew that as long as they had Harden, they had one, a great scorer, an offensive, offensively dominant player. And they also had a draw for other players to come play. So if you get rid of him altogether, now you're, like, in the hole twofold. You have a city that not a lot of people want to come play in, and you have a team without a star athlete. So I can understand why they would have kept him, even if they didn't like the culture that he was building I don't, to the team.
1: I don't. Because the thing is, like, we're talking about culture. We want to say culture is important as it is. Or we want to say it's important as it is. Like, that's, that's the decision that you make. That's something that you have to do, right? Like, I just don't see how you can say, like, culture is important to your squad, but then you have other things going on, and you, and you just let it happen until he doesn't want to be here anymore. And then we don't want to be here, but that's when it becomes a problem. Because, like, you – because, like, Kevin McHale warned you about this. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul warned you about this. But what did Joel McHale say?
0: <laughs> when, have you heard from him?
1: I didn't I, – no, I, I, I didn't I, – Like no one, no one asked him a question for some reason. Like, yeah, I we got to
0: figure out what Joel McHale thinks about yeah. all this.
1: But I mean it's just like yeah he's got other guys that had these issues with Harden before and and their reward for that was the axe. Right. So it's kind of like I'm not like I'm not parting Harden for his behavior. Like I well, I Absolutely not. We're talking I
0: about a grown ass man here. Yeah,
1: I'm not parting him at all. But like I can't I can't outright call him a liability because like I said like we can't just we can't just act, he didn't do anything when he was here. No. You know what I'm saying like, and that's a, but you didn't win. We
0: won, and we, you had the play. You had the pieces in enough. play. You had the pieces in play to yeah. win.
1: So you can. So if you want to come underachiever, then yes, I'll call it. I'll I'll, I'll acquiesce to under underachiever. Still, my ability I can't do because, like I said, like he, like we did not get the West Conference Championship. but we got to the finals with him, and we don't get that without him. You don't know that. I'm
0: like you don't know that. You could have said the same thing about the Heat. Heat doesn't. Heat don't make it to the finals last year. According to a lot of people, I think they had two percent. I'm saying, I'm, all I'm saying is you don't know for certain that you don't I'm, make it to the playoffs. But I'm saying
1: it. that, f- where, like from what his additions to a team that year, if we take if you take that away from the team,
0: didn't you, didn't you have like a run? Didn't you have like a 13 game run when he was out with an injury? That, we did. But I'm saying that you well okay. you had to credit everything he did before. All that. I'm saying is all you I'm, don't know.
1: All I'm saying is that.
0: All I'm saying is none of this sounds like an apology.
1: It's, it's I'm not. sitting
0: here. Very calm, very cool, and collected. Yeah. And I'm wondering when am I going to get some damn credit about being right about this guy and this team?
1: I just don't think it. I, just, I think it's too early to call that yet. Like I don't too
0: early to call.
1: Look, and now on top of that, like, this is not
0: an election, sir.
1: No, it's like, look, it's, I'm just tired of the franchise I Don't get to, they shouldn't get to do this? Like where they just try to put everything on the player. And that's I'm
0: what, not putting everything on the player. That's it's, cer- what, it's certainly as much of the problem with the organization itself as it is with the player. Yeah. However, 50 50 goes both ways. Yeah. So I'll say it again to you, sir, I yield my time. How would you like to apologize to
1: me? So I, like I said, I was thinking you said that uh, Ramirez an apology. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we have nothing left to say to each other. Cool. You ever watch that show Heroes on I NBC? Did. From I back did. in the day? Yeah. I did. You a fan?
1: It was cool. I was alright.
0: Um JJ Abrams. Big big uh platform for a lot of future stars that we know. Um uh what's his face from This Is Us? He was on that show.
1: My Love and Tamila, Uh
0: homeboy from Star Trek, who played Spock.
1: Sacu Kinto. Uh,
0: and then the girl who played the cheerleader, who ended up, uh, uh, yeah, doing doing the other stuff.
1: He and Penntier. Yeah,
0: you know, big stars, big big stars. <laughs> um, there was a guy on the show named Leonard Roberts.
1: Yeah.
0: Who, uh, another bombshell dropped this week. A bunch of bombshells being dropped. Boom! Boom! Um, he was an actor. He was on. He was in the movie Drumline with Nick Cannon. Yep. He was in American Crime Story. He was also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was. But he was cast as D.L. Hawkins in Heroes during the first season. And this week, he detailed some of his experiences on set shooting the show Heroes, including, but not limited to racism. We haven't talked about racism in a little while here on the show, so it's, uh, it's good to get it back. Um, I'm not going to read through the, the whole article, because it's long and it's on Variety, and there's actually a, a part two of this article that we need to get to as well, but um, his character on the show, D.L. Hawkins, as we said, was mixed up in an entanglement with a white woman Played by Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Allie Larder from... Varsity
1: Blues fame.
0: Varsity Blues. Final Destination. Final Destination. Uh, uh, Legally Blonde. Oh, yeah. And uh, a few other shows, but um, probably most known for her role on Heroes, I would say.
1: Or Final Destination. Or
0: Final Destination.
1: Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. Final Destination was a pretty big pretty big movie. By the way, her name was also Clear Rivers, which is like this, the laziest name ever in life in Final Destination. <laughs> Look, her name man. was Clear Rivers. Love man. We it know. was Clear Rivers.
0: We know what that movie was about. It wasn't about character development, right? It was about watching teenagers die. <laughs> Basically. Um so those two those two uh they had an on screen relationship and there was a point where they had a, a, a love scene, a sex scene, if you will. Yeah. And uh the, the the director of the show asked Ali Larder to, I guess, take her top down. Not like
1: off. The straps but down.
0: The straps on her tank top. They wanted to take her down because she wanted to they wanted to you know give the appearance that she was uh nude. Right. And she did not want to do that. Not with a... Uh, not with some dirty, uh, dirty black, big lipped, wide nose having Breathing all the white man's air. Yeah,
1: because he had a shirt off. Because he had his shirt off. So he didn't want to be naked underneath the sheets.
0: Um, apparently she made a big stink about this, and uh, Leonard went and asked um some of his co-workers, some of the other uh, cast members on the. They're like, "Yo, is this uh like did I do something wrong? Like, is this normal?" And apparently, she had no problem working with other. Cast members who were what? Yeah.
1: Um, what did you think about reading all this? Uh, I woke up and I went to Twitter and I saw Ayala's name trending, and I was just like, "This is, this is weird." Like, I, I I thought she died.
0: Yeah, and just that did cross my mind as well.
1: Yeah, like, cause I just like I just like I didn't understand like how we got here, and I clicked on it and I was like, "Oh." Uh, racism. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the the thing that got me about this story the most was that I believe this probably happened, mm-hmm. but I just think that, she, I just don't think that Allie Lauder, she, she'd be able to do this kind of thing. Like, I don't think she has a cachet to ruin someone's career. Like, let us be like a Meryl Streep or a Nicole Kidman or like a Halle Berry or just someone with more like. Pool.
0: First of all, I would let Meryl Streep do anything to me. Good to know. <laughs> I'd be an absolute slut for Meryl Streep. First of all. It's good to know. Have you seen The Devil Wars Prada? I have. She does something for me in that movie. I'm not gonna lie. I can't even I don't even know what it is. But I'm all about I'm team streep in that uh in that picture.
1: Yeah. But so like if she has kind of like issue. mm mm-hmm then I can see, like, oh, man, you pissed off Meryl Streep. Like.
0: Yeah, of course. But Just, I also feel like Meryl Streep is also very easy to get along with. I do not get that same vibe from Ally Larder.
1: and Ally Larder, man. Like,
0: uh, Ally Larder issued a pub, uh, an apology through her, uh, through her publication line. Um, she said, quote, I am deeply saddened. To hear about Leonard Roberts' experience on Heroes, and I am heartbroken reading his perception of our relationship, which absolutely doesn't match my memory nor experience on the show. I respect Leonard as an artist, and I applaud him or anyone using their voice and platform. I am truly sorry, sorry for any role I may have played in his painful experience during that time, and I wish him and his family the very best. End quote. It should go to note that on Ali Larder's Instagram page. There are a lot of videos of her out at Black Lives Matter protests marching alongside with people. So, maybe, maybe, I'm not shooting anyone any bail. Just going to be the devil's advocate that's wearing Prada. Maybe this was just like, you know, her being kind of a brat on set. And she just happened to be being bratty with the one black guy in the cast. Cause I don't think there was a lot of black people on that show. If my, if my memory serves correctly.
1: No, there was a kid from um, my wife and kids. Like, the-
0: Oh, right. The little short one, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So that's it. So maybe she was just being bratty with the wrong person. I don't know. Was she right. was also in the movie obsessed with Idris Elba and Beyonce.
1: Yeah.
0: Where she was upset, like needed that black dick. Right, like needed to live with it without it, and I don't know if she would have been I feel like something like this would have come out about that set as well if she had a real problem with it.
1: I don't know I, I don't just, know like, you, you can't that that so you don't remember me being fired. you remember like if I'm reading that, like you don't remember me being fired. you don't remember that you remember how I was working there that I wasn't working there. <laughs> did they slipped
0: your mind they did let him go after the second after the like, first season,
1: like if I'm him, I'm pissed reading that, like you don't yeah. remember me being fired. I remember getting fired. She went on. Got to fired have, the OS.
0: She went on to have a very lengthy run on that show and he was let go after the first right. season.
1: Like you so. and 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 then when it when it asked him, they they he even said like as an Ali Lauder situation. They gotta be fired. Like the thing about his story is that it's like 10 people on the cast corroborated with it. They were people about it. Like they like they reached out to Ali Lauder and her team, which is why she got that response to it. It's like you can't say like you just didn't remember it. Like, that, that's, like that's a non-apology. Like what are you talking about?
0: Uh, Leonard even went to go as far as giving her a gift on set. To
1: uh, try and smooth things over. To
0: try to smooth things over and she said nothing at the time. She didn't say thank you. She didn't even acknowledge it. So, you know.
1: But you're Ali Larder. Like what the fuck? Like you're not even the number one white girl on that show. Like how do you have the kind of cachet to just ruin this dude's career? Like how does that even fucking work?
0: Um, I mean, it seems like this is probably going to be smoothed over fairly quickly. I don't see. I mean, maybe we see a little bit more, uh, come out if somebody else decides to, uh, you know, speak their minds about what they saw in the scent of heroes. But I don't know if that's going to happen.
1: I just have a problem where in this world we could like like Ali Larder, Clear Rivers gets to ruin people's careers. Like that just doesn't sit well with me. Like I have a you fucking just, clear river. You just
0: don't like her because you don't like the name Clear River. No,
1: I don't like the fact that she could do this to someone. Like Aliyah has been in. Like, what do you do? Like, what? Who are you to do this to someone's career? Like, the thing is, is like, the production couple. Everyone saw what was going on between the two, and everyone pretty much could say that. Oh, Aliyah probably in the wrong here, but you chose her anyway. Like, how the? How does that? Like, how? How can Clear Rivers could do that? Stop calling her Clear Rivers. That's her name. Her name is Clear Rivers. Her name is not Clear Rivers. You clear, rivers isn't gonna do that. clear Rivers is not going to do that. Like, that's not fair. Like, I don't care how clear the rivers are. No, <laughs> She shouldn't get to do that to someone. Okay.
0: All right. Fine. Well done, sir. Well said. You're, you, you got everything out? Do you want to say anything else?
1: I'm good.
0: Okay. So, for the past two years, we've given our top ten albums of the year. Uh, this year will be no different. We will still do the same thing. Um, However, I don't know about you, but I didn't find myself listening to a lot of new music this year.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really as caught up as everything as I usually am either.
0: This was a little more difficult to compile than the years previous. Um, But still, a lot of good stuff came out this year. And we want to place a little bit of a spotlight on some of those artists. So, um... How about you just go ahead and give your 10 and then I'll give my 10 and then you can give your, honor, you can give your honorable mentions at the end of your, give your honorable mentions first because, um, I think that'll be a little bit more interesting to see what leads up to these top 10 because I don't have any honorable mentions, like I said. Cool. So, uh, go ahead.
1: Where... There's actually a lot that came out this year, so like I have more to put than the 10, but oh, yeah? I think, uh, the ones I want to acknowledge are, are common and beautiful revolution.
0: Common, beautiful revolution.
1: It's just sound, I mean, cause it's a thing, like really, if you know Common, like it's a very on brand for him, it's a very on brand CD for him. Yeah. So it's just if you like Common, and he has like a lot of R and B twists on his songs this time. So a lot of
0: righteous talk, a lot of pro black talk. Yeah. A lot of uh, cleaning up your crib with your shoes off and your bare feet.
1: Burning Burn sage.
0: Burning sage. Um, wearing sweaters. Yeah. Very itchy sweaters, yeah, and maybe have some corduroy.
1: Cause kangol hat weather. Kangol
0: hat weather. Kango hats. Um, definitely meeting up to have a date at the library.
1: Yeah, like or get like coffee with like a um, what with a foam is. <laughs> like are done like artistically yes have a big at like the big ass ceramic uh bowl yes with a, with a handle on it it's like it's a bowl but it's a like, bowl
0: it's a bowl of coffee with a handle on it yes i'll take a bowl of coffee with please. like yeah with a leaf with a leaf on it yeah yeah no this is a very yeah you were right it's a very on-brand album for him um, it's beautiful that I lo- what I love most about hip hop and aging is seeing the artists get older, yeah, and them still being able to go out and work and you know tour. I mean, obviously nobody toured this year, but like still going out to like tour and do these kind of things that we allow the fucking Rolling Stones to do. You know what I'm saying? Like 40 years past their last album, we're still gonna go sell out arenas to see, you know, Common and uh, maybe like Black Star. And Tribe Call Quest on tour together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would be dope.
1: It would be dope. Uh
0: what else? What else did you listen to this
1: year? Uh Nas King's Disease.
0: Dude, an album that really came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um Nas. Well, talk about what you liked about it. And I'll say what I liked about it.
1: I just like that uh it sounded like Nas it sounds it like Nas, but like the beats don't sound like a typical Nas album to me. Like at like, Hit Boy. Do a lot of those, and like he was really just yo Hit
0: Boy, and Alchemist might have been dueling it out for producer of the year this year. Yeah, because they show up a, f- a few times yeah. on this list. Yeah, but um, now nah, this album came out of fucking nowhere. Like I guess because the last time Nas put out an album was the Kanye yeah. album, and that went. <laughs>
1: It was, I mean, it was okay.
0: It was just kind of okay. Yeah. Especially considering that um, DJ Khaled had a song called Nas' album "Done," and we were just like, "Oh shit! Like this is gonna be like the biggest fuck." And then it was poo-poo. And we had big expectations because of the Pusher record, and yeah. like they were having all these albums come out at the same like at the, like Kissy Ghosts. Kissy Ghosts came out. I think Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Like those all those albums came out at the same like one after the other and they all had the same kind of premise seven records and then they were all produced by kanye so we daytona was the first one we were like losing our minds over that and then the rest kind of came
1: out and we're like "Oh, oh okay whatever but this
0: this shit right here dog
1: yeah this was hard yeah it's just it's cool like to see i mean i know hip boy is out here but it's just nice to hear like another producer mm-hmm. that we haven't heard of before just to get a chance with like a with like a well-known artist right and that's what, that's what came out with this
0: right right um what else
1: uh well freddie gibbs alfredo he just mentioned alchemist and yeah he did his thing on this one too man
0: freddie gibbs might be the most entertaining rapper we've had since snoop yeah, In terms of being able to do him, Vince is up there too, Vince Staples. Vince. But being able to like rap and act and just be funny.
1: Yeah. Like
0: the sky is really fucking high for Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Because this boy can rapidly
1: rap, rap, rap. Especially when it gets like, he's one of those guys like he had someone Mad Lib last year. Mm hmm. That was the same thing. It was just.
0: I like that we're getting back to that. Like again, the rap producer combination where you don't need a bunch of producers on the record in order to make a good record like sometimes cohesiveness is key and having uh one guy or like you know just a small group of people have a singular concept for the final piece makes these beautiful well constructed easy to listen to albums as opposed to just a bunch of singles patched together you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah it's just really really fun to listen to uh okay let's get into your top 10
1: all right number 10 yeah well this is Megan Thee good news <sighs> talk about it i mean is is i feel like when people talk about Megan Thee they talk about all straps about it as like um like like sex and, like, mm-hmm. tricking on dudes is, like, get out of listening to Megan Thee Stallion. Like, get out of listening to her. Because she got bars, man. Right. Like, she's just a, a rapping-ass rapper.
0: She's a rapping-ass rapper.
1: Who just talks about that kind of shit. that she talks about. Now, yep. like I said, like, if I, if, if I were a girl and tricking dudes, she'd maybe higher on my list. But mm-hmm. she's not talking to me on a lot of songs. But, like, the bars are still there.
0: Yep. She's fun to listen to, man.
1: She is, man. <laughs> just All right. flames on that shit yeah,
0: yeah, I mean I just can't I can't hate on that uh, number two
1: is that number nine
0: or yeah I guess number nine on your list
1: number nine is Tame Impala and Slow Rush
0: okay so you told me this yeah. and I almost had like a, a conniption fit because I thought for sure this album came out last year
1: oh yeah no it's been a long ass year
0: <laughs> it's been a long ass year but uh, wow what a follow up right was this the second album
1: uh, or is this, I don't think so. Like he has, like I think he has Lonerism. that came out with a um, current, uh, like uh current current.
0: I know it's got that. He's got that one album that looks like a nineties cover where it's like a bunch of lines and it's like the yeah, fucking sphere. That's or currents. That's currents, right? That's
1: currents. That's like, it's, it's like third. The but band. this is the
0: album after that, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like a third album.
0: This was a great album, man. Yeah,
1: it was fun to listen to.
0: This is a great song too.
1: There's a lot of good songs on the album. Um, it's just like it's just an album. It's fun to listen to.
0: How many times do you think you gave this a spin?
1: Oh, Spotify says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, said a, Spotify said a metric fuck ton. Wasn't this your your number one album of the year? Uh, I'm the number one artist of the year. Number one artist of the year. Yeah, because like when I came out, I played it a lot. Yeah. But like, yeah.
0: He's fun to listen to. He is,
1: man.
0: He's like, he's one of those artists that sounds really good on his songs. But like, you can also somewhat... Sing along with him in your car if like yeah. you can get to that right register. If you can. You start thinking that you're killing it, <laughs> and then the song drops off, and you're just like ah! <laughs> uh, you're like, nah, man. That, that sounds awful. That's that sucks, man. You need to you need to stop. Uh number seven.
1: Number seven is logic, no pressure.
0: Oh shit, really? Yeah. Oh shit, really? Logic?
1: Logic. This is his last album, too. Logic. He retired.
0: Yeah, he did retire. This is it. Well, the thing about, this is what he said. That's what he said.
1: Yeah, the thing about Logic though, like the flow is always there. Mm-hmm. It's just like the beat may not be there though. Like it's just. He's like Joe he's, Budden that way. Yeah, he's always spitting. Like it's always gonna be like he's always gonna have like a lot of lyrics there. But like I feel like in this one, it's just, like like the beats and the like the lyrics is all there and it all works off each other. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like it's probably probably one of his best albums that he's ever I've, I've heard him put out.
0: I saw him live. I want to say four years ago, three, four, maybe even longer than that, mm-hmm. um, by himself on the stage, just him and the DJ. I think he went 30 minutes. Yeah. Straight fire. Yeah. Like, he's a great performer, man. Dude and can. I know it's like the funny thing to do is like joke on Logic online and everything like that, but like you can't deny his talent.
1: No, you can't. Like, can't deny his talent. like I'm saying, like, there are people that I don't really mess with. Like listen to a lot of stuff, but I can say they uh, they can rap. Like Joyner Lucas, mm-hmm. the only guys I know can, can rap, but like his stuff don't sound that great to me all the time. But right, uh, he could definitely flow.
0: They squashed their beef, right? Join him and Joyner? I don't know. I thought they I thought they did, but maybe, maybe. they didn't. Uh, okay, the number six is super good,
1: by Duckworth. Okay, did we miss one? No. Are you did? I'm number six right now, right? Okay. Yeah. Nah. All right. Super good by Duckworth. We're or Duckworth. Duck. Yeah, I don't know. There's no O in
0: his name. Hey. I don't even know what Duckworth means.
1: Uh, maybe it's his last name?
0: Maybe. Or maybe he's just really into like the sale of waterfowl. <laughs> he just really knows how much a duck is worth on the market.
1: What if that's why his name is Duckworth? That would be really dope, right? Yeah. Duck is delicious. Have you? When was the last time you had duck? Uh, probably I'll... Um, I would say it was pre-pandemic.
0: It is so good. I like it more than it's probably my favorite bird to eat.
1: It's a very fatty bird. I love it though. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. It is.
0: What do you like about this album?
1: It's an easy. Listen, man. Like it's like he's a rapper singer. So like it's just an easy listen.
0: This is very much your speed. Yeah. If anyone has been paying attention to our playlist picks,
1: they they know me.
0: They know you. They, they know, know that this is exactly what you be. This is the this is the zone, the zone that you occupy. This is the lane that you cruise in. Yep. Uh, I have not heard this album. I have very I have like little to no experience with Duckworth at all. So I'm gonna be checking this out if based you on what? your recommendation. Fuck with it. Fuck with it. Fuck with it. What else you got? What's next?
1: Number five is Static Selecta and Balancing Act.
0: Another guy who may be in the in the contention for producer of the year right here is Static
1: he's like he's one of those guys that like it's there are people that will complain about hip hop and not know who this person is mm-hmm. and it's like what are you even talking about mm-hmm. like how how can you talk about the state of hip hop when you don't know like all of it Right, you know yeah, I mean? like that's my thing. It's like that's why I get mad. People talk about like hip hop is just hip hop. That like there are people that you don't even you ain't listening for.
0: There's so much music being made. Yeah, it's impossible to get a handle on all of it.
1: Yeah, and like with this album, he just like he he is on here with like acts from all all sides. Like he's got people from from Florida, mm-hmm. Texas, Georgia, mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. and like he's he's just putting fire out for all of them. Yep, like this song he has. Like he has what he has Conway on it, Conway the 2 Machine, Two Chains,
0: Two Chains,
1: um, Killer Mike. Yep, and it's just like these dudes from all over, and they just all on the same song,
0: and they all kill it,
1: all kill it, and they
0: all kill it. Uh, very fun to listen to. I enjoyed this this album a lot. Yeah. What else you got? What's next? Number four Number is Four
1: Say Rock Copper's Daughter.
0: Ooh, okay. So now this is something that you put me on, to because I did not know who this young lady was until you added her. To the playlist, yeah, and I was like, Oh, she sounds a lot, not I want to say a lot like Rhapsody, but in that kind of same space.
1: I'm here spitting, yeah, yeah, and it's that's another thing. People, it's like when people complain about women in rapping, talk about all the rap about is like. You know sex and shit it's like you don't, you, you don't know this person you don't know who this person is or T R whack is mm-hmm. or no name is like you're just saying shit yeah it's like there are a lot of women that don't write about that shit but you're not even so like you're not looking for them
0: right right um so yeah i'm gonna be checking out this album as well sharecropper's daughter yeah it's a crazy title that sounds like mama's gun that sounds like some erica badu shit yeah um what you got next
1: number three is everything by cut of the friend
0: Okay, so this is the one that I have a problem with, because this guy is, he says he's our friend, but he does not act very friendly when we post him on our story, and we get no uh, response, or we get no uh,
1: co-sign from him. We can't deny the talent, though, man. Like, it's a really good album, though.
0: Sure, I'm sure it is, but he calls himself the friend, (laughs) and to me, he's more like the fiend, if if you want to be
1: like I can't. I, I I can't. I'm not in a place to like debate your um, your qualms with that because like you're.
0: <laughs> he's very good though. Yeah, he is. No, he is. He's he's very, talented. very um, talented. What do you like about this album?
1: Um, I guess flow is just like I feel like it's kind of unique. Yeah. In a way, like like he like he rises be a little different. than A lot of people like, kind of sing songy again. Yeah, but not super sing songy. Not just super like, sing songy. It has a very it has his very it has a very own style. Mm-hmm. I think,
0: but. Very unique. Yeah. But again, another, uh, you know, open up the windows, yeah. let, the, let the sun shine in.
1: It's very on brand for me.
0: Very on brand for you. Girls in the kitchen cooking French toast. Yeah. Barefoot. Everything's got to be barefoot with you. I
1: don't know what your problem
0: is. Shoes put some, are you need to put some You need to put some shoes on, man.
1: We should put, we should put, put powder all over the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your next one?
1: Um, my next one is "Man on the Moon Three: The Chosen" by Kid oh, Cuddy. Now,
0: this it was a much welcome return—a
1: return to form, a
0: return to greatness by none other than Scott Miss Cuddy.
1: Return of the Wizard. Yes.
0: Um, what do you think about the uh, the third installment of the "Man on the Moon" series?
1: I discovered Kid Cuddy like in two. Like he came out in two thousand six with "Man on the Moon One," mm-hmm. and this is when I was in pharmacy school, right? So, like. Man on the Moon 1 and Man on the Moon 2 were like unofficial, like, my soundtracks to Pharmacy School. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've always been a, dick, a, a deep Kid Cudi fan from that point. And it was like, I saw, like, all the other releases come out, and it was just, like, it was a, it was a stray away from mm-hmm. what I remember really seeing Man on the Moon, Moon 1 and 2. And then, like, I think like, I started seeing him come back to it. Like, I think what was, um, it was, it was, like, Kid Ghost was, like, it was close. Like, it wasn't there, but it was right. close. Like, yeah. this is well, I remember it. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the title of this one, yeah, I got, I was like, I gotta I got see what the nigga's talking about. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> he's been gone
1: for a minute. Like, oh, well, he's been here, but like, not here, here. Right. Like, right. And it was just like, it's like it picked the right way left off. Yeah. It's like right from Man of the Moon 2. It's just like, I'm gonna start right where I'm. And just like, K is one of those artists that like doesn't get enough credit for like the style he's pioneered. Correct. Like, you know, like him and I will would say him and maybe Travis Scott.
0: Uh I'd say even more so than that. Um, uh, you know, what well, I, I was telling you before that 808s and Heartbreak yeah. and the first man on the moon record were much more influential than I had any idea on this current crop of newer yeah hip-hop artists you, you
1: and you hear that you because you hear that you hear their sound in their stuff like right. all the time like the distortion right uh, you hear all that stuff like so
0: so I think even more even you know Travis Scott probably got a lot of what he does from Cudi yeah. Kanye paint T-Pain yeah you know like it's certainly the dna is there
1: and that moody and like very emo moody rap style right. like that's so yeah. like when it came out i was just like man this is like you
0: were you were ready for I it i was all in all in um okay before you give her give your number one let's go through 10 through two
1: okay all right so number 10 Megan Thee stallion number nine uh tame impala slow rush Number eight. Weekend After Hours. We didn't talk about that one. Yeah, we did miss one. We didn't talk about that well, one. I thought eight. I thought we missed it. Okay,
0: let's yeah. talk about Weekend real quick.
1: All right, The Weekend.
0: Back at number eight.
1: This was like packed with singles, though. It was just like so packed with singles. Like, I remember every like, single chart. And then I listened to the album. I was like, oh, this is a really good album, though. Like, all the stuff is like really fun to listen to. It's a really fun listen. He didn't miss. He didn't miss. He didn't which miss his time around. Also, Which also his style, I kind of like lean to Kid Cudi, too.
0: Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. He's definitely a long way removed from House of Balloons weekend. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And you know, the coke is still there. Like the <laughs> cocaine is still happening. Very clearly we see in the music videos for the the video the videos off of After Hours. But it's,
1: I don't think the the sadness isn't quite there. I feel like it's almost like like if you go through his albumography it's like a fuckboy failing upward. Yeah, it's like I have more things, but I still have problems. Like still have a
0: lot of problems, and the cocaine is killing. <laughs> like, like I'm literally dying. The coke is happening. <laughs> I love that. I love that video of Flex. It's uh, it, it's an interview with Funk Flex where he's like, "So tell me about when." So the cocaine is happening, but when did crack come in for you? <laughs> and I feel like we're on that way with with Weekend. Like right. his next album, he's just gonna be full on crack, just cracked out in the whatever. But yeah. no, I mean look. This song was, I think, the theme for WrestleMania last year. Right. So, I mean, like, you couldn't escape this man and his – and I completely, 100% his, agree with his gripe with the Grammys that this album did get snubbed.
1: I don't – yeah, I don't really get the – I don't get – like, I don't get the grounds you snub it for. That's all I'm saying. Cause, no. Because, like, it's – it's a critically acclaimed. It's making, it's making uni, moving units. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But... Yeah, but. Mm.
0: Um, okay, so that was number eight. Yeah. Number seven was. Logic, no pressure. Okay, number six.
1: Was Super Good by Duckworth. Number five. Static Selecta, Balancing Act. Number four. Say Rock, the Shercopper's Daughter. Number three. Everything by Coda the Friend.
0: Number two. Man on the Moon 3 Kid Ketty. And your number one album of 2020 is.
1: Is Mac Miller with Circles. Wow. Yeah. Rest in peace to Mac, man. He really found his sound. That's like that. Like when I hear how good it sounds, it's just like he really found his sound.
0: It sucks that he's not here to really get the flowers because I feel like if you first heard Mac Miller and you wrote him off as just another white boy rapper, this might have been the turning point where you're like, oh no, this dude was an artist. Yeah. He was making music. Yeah um did you see his tiny desk appearance on the npr thing with thundercat Mm -hmm. (sighs) that was another one where you just like okay this guy is not who you thought he was yeah like he's not just like another silly rapper like this guy has heart
1: it's a long way from blue Slide park
0: a long way a long way um this is a great album to drive in this kind of weather too
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. This is
0: a perfect rainy day driving weather uh, album. Yeah, um, yeah, great choice. I have no no qualms with that. Okay, um, all right. So my list isn't as fun. Like it's really not going to be as much fun to talk about. But I'm sorry, that's fine. It is what it is. Uh, actually, the list that I have isn't in order because, as we know, all of my albums are number one albums. It's my all my favorite <laughs> albums of the year. Um, but my, my first album that I'm gonna talk about is the So Below album, uh, Left Behind. Okay. This is, uh, this was like probably, uh, if it wasn't my most listened to album this year, then it was like number two or number three. I don't remember what Spotify said it was. All right. But this is sound, This sounds like if, um, what did I say? Oh, I, I told my friend, I was like, this sounds like if Billie Eilish uh, grew up listening to... Or William Eyelash. Or William Eyelash. <laughs> this sounds like if Billie Eyelash grew up listening to Depeche Mode and The Cure rather than whatever the, whatever the hell she was listening to. I can see that. Um, she's great. Um, Sobelow is fantastic. She's from New Zealand and uh, she's really tall. <laughs> I don't really know what people <laughs> want to hear about her, but she makes great music. I'm fucking phenomenal. Um, electro pop, like, like soothing, gothy, electro pop kind of stuff. Um number 9 for me is uh Disco 4 Part 1 by Health. <laughs> uh Health sounds like um uh what's her face from uh what's the movie Harry Potter? Who's the fucking girl from Harry Potter? Hermione? Yeah. It sounds like her as a lead singer of a band and Lucifer is on lead guitar.
1: Oh, that sounds like a great like side, yeah, a spin off.
0: Yeah, it's like you got Lucifer on guitar, you have uh, 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 uh Baphomet on bass. You have uh just straight Satan on drums and then you have um like just random demons on like synthesizers and like doing effects and stuff like that it's fucking it's a nutty band to listen to but they're very loud but they're also very quiet they're very soft and they're also very hard it's a very strange thing to to get wrap your head around but hmm. um i i i love it I, I really like i like the music it sounds interesting it is very interesting i recommend listening yeah. to it um what number am i on oh my next album is uh ceremony by fantagram Oh, this is a band that I did not like when they first came out. Oh, really? And then they did the collaboration project with Big Boy. They uh-huh. made Big Grams. Oh, and again, I saw them live, and I was like, "Oh, this is this isn't too bad." I
1: like and Findergram. then
0: this album's fucking production really sent me over the edge. Where I was like, "No, I straight up like them now."
1: Yeah, no, I like Spender Gram.
0: Yeah, I don't know like what Homeboy did in order to make uh, these beats, but man put his foot in it. I can say that much. Um, Great album to listen to.
1: Yeah, I was going to heard a couple tracks in that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, My next album comes from none other than Benny the Butcher. Oh, yeah. Burden of Proof. Again, like, this really could have been, like, I could have put every Griselda record on this because I listened to them just as much, but this one was my favorite out of Uh, From King to a God By Conway Mm -hmm. And um, Shit What was that one From Westside I don't even remember What it was called It just had like That really bad album cover But uh, Benny is probably My favorite MC Out of the I I love Conway I love Westside Don't get me wrong But I really feel uh, Like I I get excited When I hear it Like Benny's the one That makes me want To pay attention To what he's saying The most Um, And plus you know I love that cocaine rap (laughs) I love that drug and gun talk, man. I can't get enough of it. Just put it in my fucking veins. Uh, My next album is *Amends* from the band *Gray Days*. *Gray Days*, for those of you that don't know, was Chester Bennington's band before he joined *Linkin Park*. Oh wow! And before he passed away, he got to he got back together with the band and said, "Hey, let's do let's let's do the album. Let's reunite *Gray Days*." And they were going to perform, and they were going to do this album. Um, all these songs came out, like, this is, like, demo music, and then they just re-recorded it, and he recorded all the vocals before he passed away. Oh, wow. So, hearing his voice again fucked me up. I can see that. Like, even right now, it's, like, it's hard to listen to, but... Yeah, that's crazy. It's, he's so good. Like, he's a generational talent as far as the singers go.
1: Oh, Lincoln Park is, like, I mean, like I said, they're one of those things that, like, they kind of, like they kind of like own lane in the genre mm-hmm. You know what i mean it's like you can't really duplicate them
0: one of these days i'm going to go off about them as a band and why like this like the talk the slander like really pisses me off but
1: today well, is not that day i mean i think i think this i think the slander can come from i don't i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's warranted to me because it's like i don't i'll I never fault a, a, a band for trying to you know trying to make try to make something profitable mm-hmm but you can't, you, can't just, you can't just act like they didn't do all stuff before that either. Like, you can't push all that stuff to the side. That's, that's my thing about them. It's we're going like, to talk about it one day. One yeah. day we're going to talk about it. Okay.
0: Um, but this album was really just, it was fun to listen to. I, can't, I mean, it was fun, but it was also heartbreaking. But also it was like uplifting. I don't know. It was just a fucking gamut of emotions listening to this album. Yeah. Uh, my next pick is The Price of Tea in China by Boldy James. <laughs> now, listen. I remember hearing this song called, um, oh, fuck, I forget what it's called, but it was a pop song by this dude named Christian TV, right? And on in the song, there's a bridge with a rap from a guy who has a very distinct voice. And I never forgot that voice. And then I hear this dude bubbling again on the scene coming up, and he's got a very familiar voice. I'm like, where the... Fuck! Have I heard this name, this voice before? I do a little cross referencing. I go on YouTube. I Google this guy's song, and sure as shit, something like eight or nine years ago, I'm hearing Boldy James on this very opposite record of this pop singer talking about a girl, girl I used to know. And then here he comes again, coming with this fucking heat. Yeah. And I'm like. Again, working with Alchemist. This price of tea in China is high. It's expensive. And Boldy James is, like, you You talked before about Code of the Fiend and having a unique flow. Uh, there's nobody that sounds like Boldy. Yeah, for you. He just kind of talks, and it just so happens to rhyme <laughs> in the right pattern and scheme. And he's, talk, he's talking about, like, whatever he had going on. And it's just yeah. a fucking great, again, cold weather grimy music. And Alchemist again. And Alchemist again. Uh, my next pick would be Harmonic Disruptor from Julian K. Now, this is an album that sounds like if Depeche Mode... Again, Depeche Mode. Uh, if Depeche Mode decided to put all of their music through a meat grinder and then take the meat from the, the music, the ground meat, and then put it into a ball... And then throw it into a Tesla coil. (laughs) This is what this music sounds like. Uh, These guys are my friends. I actually know them personally. um, And they're great people. Mm. And they've been working on this record for years. And it finally came out this year. And it really pisses me off because I was supposed to see them on tour. They were Uh... supposed to be here in, like, April. And then it got rescheduled to November. And then it got straight up canceled. So... This is just a reminder for anybody listening That touring will be coming back soon So we need to be supporting our favorite artists Donate to their Indiegogo Kickstarter campaigns Go see them on tour Because they need to be uh, taken care of Okay Next album is The Annex Graphite Alright This sounds like the soundtrack to Cyberpunk 2077 This whole album Or does it? Yes
1: it does Oh. So there you go I mean That's my pitch for it As long as it works It
0: does work And it's, it's, <laughs> it's glitchy But in the right kind of way Okay You won't see any like Straight dicks right. Or Random titties But uh, You will feel like You are about to walk Into a club And see something That you're not supposed To be seeing And Perhaps uh, Someone with A uh, Mechanical arm Will be pulling out A gun on you And forcing you To do things Against your will Sounds scary It is. It is scary. You should be scared.
1: It is scary for some reason I want it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And you won't get your money back either. (laughs) My next album is Supervision by LaRue. That's right. The same group that brought you Bulletproof like fucking fifteen years ago. It's about, yeah. Uh is back.
1: It came back this year. Came
0: back. And you know what? It was it was a, a muted return was because they were like the biggest band in the world at one point probably got way too famous than they had any idea that they would be and they were just like Fuck, can't deal with this shit like it's too much like i, I completely understand you just kind of want to make make music for a living and next thing you know you're on the cover of fucking rolling stone
1: <laughs> how do you deal with that it's like how do, how do, you, how do you get naps in <laughs> <laughs> naps are so important
0: uh, but they came back, and dropped this album, and it is a return to to form, a return to goodness. Much like Man on the Moon 3 was a return to Man on the Moon 2, this is just a continuation of the goody, pop, feel-good, electro-UK goodness that uh, we wanted to see. So, really enjoyed listening to this record. That's what's up. My number one record of the year. Well, I guess before we do that, let's go through. We did the same thing when you did. So, uh, So Below, Left Behind. I'm not going in order because I have no order. (laughs) Disco 4 by Health. Ceremony by Fantagram. Burden of Proof by Benny the Butcher. Amends by Grey Days. The Price of Tea in China. Boldy James and Alchemist. I guess these can get credited as well. Harmonic Disruptor from Julian K. Graphite from The Annex. Supervision from LaRue. And my number one album of the year. Is reasonable drought by that motherfucker Stove God Cooks and Rock Marciano. Oh my God! You want to talk about my favorite rapper of the year? This man—I don't know if you saw that freestyle that I posted the other day—but this man, this man went on a went on a radio station and freestyled. He said, "I give him that O.J. Payton feeling, that last ride with the Bronco feeling." Excuse me, sir? You said what now? (laughs) I had to run that back. My jaw was on the floor. This man appeared on West Side Gun's uh, album. It was a song called Jose Canseco. This man set the fucking internet on fire because he said, uh, me and Emerald Lagasse should be the next verses. Two stoves side by side. I bet I work them. Huh? <laughs> you said what? So you talk about cooking crack against a chef? That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. I love this dude. I love Stove. <laughs> He's a problem. He's a real problem. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you guys on to some game right now. You need to get on this Stove God cooks train right now, before he ends up being the next big rapper and you just look like a, a, a hanger on. All right. <laughs> Reasonable drought. Stove God cooks. Please get familiar. That was fun. That's always like a fun thing to do. It is. Every year. Yep. Uh do I,
1: I'm glad we waited. Today. I'm glad we waited because last week um I didn't have enough time to do a man on the moon.
0: That's true. Yeah. You would have missed it. I'd have missed it. Now I'm watching. I bet you next week something comes out. We're just like,
1: ah, damn it. Oh, well.
0: Do you have an education for the week?
1: Uh, I do. Like last week, we talked about the vaccines mm-hmm. and we talked about like the myths and everything. Um, and misconcerns, skepticisms. Tried to put some good, uh, information out there. Yeah. And I keep seeing people, uh, saying i are not going to take it, which is fine. You don't have to take it. Like, I think they said, hey, we don't have to take it, though. But my thing is like, okay, what's your plan then? Right. What are you going to do? Because it's like, how do we get back to normal, air quotes, Right. without this vaccine? Like, what is your plan? Like, if you don't, if you don't take the, the vaccine, that's fine. You can still get COVID. You can get it to more than one time Have we seen. So it's like, True. I don't know what your end game is by not getting it. Like, I don't, I'm just
0: gonna pray it away. Just
1: yeah, just put some Miracle Spring Water on it.
0: Miracle Spring Water and Tussin. thats all you need.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't—I just don't understand. I—I'm I, really struggling, struggling so bad.
0: Well, maybe it's just not something for you to understand.
1: But I have to because, like, if you don't get it, then I could get something from you, and I could still end up dying or True. whatever. Like that's what it is.
0: No, yeah, you're right.
1: It's like I do have to worry about you doing it.
0: But don't you think? That everybody has a choice, Ed, to have their own freedom in this country, Ed?
1: That's the thing, though. It's not freedom because, like, I, I should have the choice to be able to walk around and not get COVID from you. And you're taking that choice from me. You know what people
0: value more than freedom?
1: Uh, Security?
0: No. Beauty. People value beauty over freedom. Do they? I think so. And I think that if COVID made you ugly, like if COVID turned you into a witch, mm-hmm. then people would be more inclined to stay at home, wear a mask, and wash their hands.
1: I like if it made everyone just, like you said, if it's just like everyone that got it, they just like looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like you can still live, but you just, your face is fucked.
0: Yep. Yep. But because it affects your insides and not your outsides, People don't really take that too much account of
1: that. I mean, look—you may not, you may be onto something. I think I am. That's disgusting, but you may be onto something because, mm-hmm. like, this thing is actually killing people.
0: As mm-hmm.
1: supposed to make them like it's making them dead, mm-hmm. which I think is worse than being made ugly.
0: At least you die, leaving a good-looking corpse. S- some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Um. I don't know when the vaccine is going to be rolling out For regular ass people like us But um Yeah I'm going to get it
1: I mean, What other options do we have at this point
0: It's not even going to matter for us because On December 21st Black people are going to ascend To Super Saiyan levels And I just hope the rest of the world is ready What are you going to align with What's going to be your alignment
1: I just it it just depends on like what it depends on what you get though. You know what I'm saying? Like you are gonna get the same powers. If
0: you say heat vision, I'm gonna throw no, this computer like, at you. No,
1: like if I'm if I'm getting powers, like I want I want to get to pull the dark side card. No, you can't be dark side off the road. Someone rim. has
0: to be. No, you can't just be
1: we you. can't all like look, like it's it's just like a, it's a it's a grab bag at this point. No, like we don't know man. what we're getting. Like you can't just
0: become like the ultimate power being right off the... I mean, I guess maybe you could. I mean,
1: I'm saying it's a grab bag. Like, we don't know what we're going to get. Like, All some right, people let's get, take
0: Dark Side off the table. There are others. What do, you, what you,
1: others want? What do I you want? Boy, I could like, like, say Thanos. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Let's take
0: that. Let's take Big Bad Villain off of the board. What, like, choose from, like, an X-Men power. X-Men power. Yeah.
1: Um... I mean, like, Wolverine is very. Is, Wolverine is such a uh, healing factor. You can have a healing. factor. Yeah, like, That'd be cool. it feels like it feels like such a chalk answer, though. Like,
0: no, it's not. It, listen, you wouldn't have to worry about medical insurance.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I I'd say, I'd probably say Wolverine. Then.
0: You can save some money on that for sure.
1: Oh, okay, X Men. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a good that or, choice. Out of the Phoenix.
0: Again, you're going like World Eater, dude. Like that's but not just, fair. Like, okay.
1: Wolverine. Invisibility. I say, Flight, okay, Wolverine or maybe Col- Stretchy like Wolverine limbs. Wolverine or
0: Colossus. Colossus would be cool. Yeah, Colossus would be cool.
1: I think I'd be Colossus though. So.
0: The girl would definitely appreciate Colossus. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying?
1: Get that, like, get that, yeah, and it's chink- get like- that
0: cold chrome dick out. It's a wrap. <laughs> smooth, <laughs> smooth and shiny. Polish it right up. Um, I think I'm picking Super Strength. Just straight up. Just being able to lift like 10 times my strength.
1: Juggernaut type shit.
0: Yeah, more like Spider-Man. Because I don't want to be huge. I just want to have the ability. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh-huh. That way I can go to the gym and just be like.
1: So classes, is Spider-Man. Just
0: load up 600 pounds on the bar and everybody just look at me and I'm just like, yeah, no big deal. And Then I get a sponsorship from uh, some radical supplement company being like, this is what you can achieve naturally. And then I'm like the face of like natural bodybuilding now natural powerlifting, and i'm like i'm like a phenom and everyone's like he's not natty he's on juice and like how could he be on juice look at him he's a fucking t-. whatever the fuck follow us on twitter follow <laughs> us on instagram at state your take follow the spotify playlist state your take list with ed and aaron and check out our uh it store the uh state your takeaway store that's what it's called yeah. we got us we got a sale coming so check our instagram stories to be abreast on that I'm abreast do you have anything else that you want to say to the people
1: we love most of you.
0: We don't care for the rest of you. GammaGator Productions